Welcome to the Harvest House Church Sermon of the Week podcast. Our vision is to empower each person to know God, experience freedom, and discover their purpose to make a difference. Enjoy the message from this past Sunday. So, good morning to everybody. How about them apps? It's good to be on the mountain today, buddy. I'll tell you. All them tar babies out there, y'all crying, give you some tissue, all right, here. For those who don't know what I'm like, Apps Beat Carolina, man, that was so awesome. I, I just, ABC, anybody but Carolina, you know what I'm saying, so. Oh, I'm seeing some Carolina blue out there, y'all sinking down in your seats. Okay, hey, we got a long way to go today, and, and uh, so quite a bit to talk about. Lord, bless your word, thank you for your presence and worship. Help me to say only what you want me to say, and let us love on you for this is done in Jesus' name. Love on you again for this is done in Jesus' name. Amen. Today I'm calling this Hear the Sound. If you were here last week, we talked about releasing the sound. And last week we looked at releasing sounds, and there are many sounds that are being released in the world. The world is full of sounds. But as we talked about last week, not every sound is good. The world is resonating, remember that word, resonating deception. But likewise, there's heavenly sounds. There's sounds from heaven that are coming down and being released on the world today. It's the sounds of his voice. And in the days that we live, it's essential that we hear the sound. So today we're going to talk about hearing the sound and then being an instrument like that guitar, an instrument to release the sounds of his voice. Now, when we look at sound defined quickly on this, this is, I'm going to do a little bit of review from last week and a little geek alert right now. I love science and I'm kind of a science geek. I'll just, so anyway, a little geek alert. And by the way, next week is geek week. Okay. (laughs) We're going to blow up the physics and sound next week. So come. All right. So anyway, what is sound? It's a vibration that typically propagates through an audible wave. Remember that vibration frequency, very important. We looked at this very first three scriptures of the Bible. This is one of them. And God said, let there be light. We call this acoustic genesis, if you will, that God released a sound. And when he released a sound, he made a substance. And that substance is called light. So last week, we did look at some quantum physics, and we'll touch that very briefly. Uh, One of the things that we know about all matter All matter, like this podium, has molecules. And those molecules, you know, then have atoms. And the atoms have protons and neutrons. And then in the proton and neutrons, there's things called quirks and neutrinos. And all you science people are like, yeah. Okay, so we know that's there. But one of the things that we didn't know until the quantum uh, mechanics and quantum physics is how material holds together. Because if you look at an atom, an atom is what we call very hyperspatial. It means that within an atom, there's a lot of space between the nucleus and the electron. I mean, a lot of space. So you see this as a podium and it's solid. But if we go down to the quantum level, there's a ton of space in it. So science didn't know how does this hold together? There has to be a glue that keeps those atoms from colliding and collapsing. And so, well, they guess what? They discovered it. It's called electromagnetic material or light. God said he released a sound and he said, let 
there be light. And all creation came into being. Jesus is the light of the world. Guess what? Your blood is nothing but solidified light. Whoa, that's so cool. There's light inside you, you know? So now in science, there's a direct relationship between light and sound. And so the next question was, well, if there's light in there and there's light in you and me and there's light in all matter, how did the light get there? I'm going to show you how. Take your hands and just do like this. We'll release a sound. Listen to that sound. And rub them real hard. Okay, you feel that heat? Okay, that's infrared light. So what we believe is that there's this thing called the string theory. All quantum materials are vibrating. And when they vibrate, these atoms begin to, to begin to collide and begin to rub on one another. And that is what creates the light that holds, it's the universe that holds the glue together. Isn't that cool? Okay. Geek. Okay, so, all right, so how does sound work? How does it work? Well, if we'll do this right here, if we'll, if we'll do this, if we'll do this right here, let me go hit middle C. I'm going to go do that right now. Hit middle C. It's off. Okay. Well, it's okay. If I hit middle C, what would happen is there would be 261 vibration megahertz per second. If you're a musician, it hits your ear, those vibrations per second, and you hear it, and you go, that's a middle C. Okay? So that's how it works. But then what if we just went up 700 octaves and we started measuring it in nanometers? Guess what we would have? Light. Sound and light are combined. They're together. Now, Here's a fascinating question. With all this stuff, does sound have sight? Can we see sound? We have microscopes, we have telescopes, but if we could see sound, then what would happen is we could say sound has a substance. Sound has a form, individual sounds. Okay, now through, through a new field of study called, uh, this is so cool, called somatics. It's a new field, it's, it's, very, it's very new. What is, what is somatics? It is the study of visible sound. And how does it do it? Well, it gives sight to sound. It's like a looking glass into a hidden world. And so somatics is a way to visualize sound vibrations, remember sounds of vibration, on mediums like glass and metal and sand and, and all, all the rest. They, what we see through somatics is that sounds have waves, but they also form geometric images like an individual fingerprint pressed on a glass. It is so cool. So now, we generally think of sound as in a wave, but now we know through somatics there's something much greater. Um, that we could see. So I'm going to go ahead and show you. You guys want to see some sound? You got a little glimpse of it. Here's some sound. This is, uh, they take these on what's called a cymoscope uh, and they create glass. So what they do is individual sounds come and they, they're able to see the sound. So when we were worshiping, sounds were being released from those speakers. They were traveling at 700 miles an hour and they would come, and as one would come, you would hear it. But then another would come and replace it. Now, here's the thing. Your body is 70% water. It means it's a great sound conductor. So not only were the sound 
images all hitting your skin, you are also absorbing them. And what do they look like? I want to show you some sound images. Here they come. Sound has substance. Sound has form. And as these sounds are being released, something beautiful is happening. Your body is just receiving all of these amazing images through the sound. So what does it mean? It means sound has form, if you will. This one here, uh, these are the notes of a piano. As you play a C1 or an E1 or an A there, those are the images that come when you hit the sound. Now, last week, I hope you were here last week, Marshall played the halo drum. I found a video of a halo drum, what sounds look like when he was playing that halo drum. Here we go. See, that's what's filling the atmosphere. Now, if this is true, then what about with creation? Could it be there were individual sounds that God spoke that formed individual shapes that then became the very object that he spoke? Well, now they're taking this to a total new level. And this, again, is brand new stuff. They're, they're just looking at it. And you know, there's, there's even um, there's a degree at App State called music therapy. What they're finding is that music creates health. The sound interacts with the body in such a beautiful way. And really, next week, we're going to take that to another level. Okay, like geek week. Get ready. Okay, so be ready for that. So what about in creation? Let's look at it. Are there certain, certain uh, objects that we could see within the sounds? Look at that. A snowflake. Could it be that with each individual snowflake, the Father, think about it, all the snow and boom. Come on, pray for some snow, everybody. I mean, I want to ski this year. Good gracious. Don't bind that prayer in Jesus' name, okay? So, but each individual snowflake is created at the sound of his voice. How about this? More creation. Could it be when he created a starfish, he released and it released it. There's so much here in creation that we could see how sound has this form. This is a trilobite here. A trilobite, what it is, is it's a um, marine anthropod. It is extinct now. But look at the similarities. At the sound, he created it. Now, here's the thing. He's now creating us, you and I, in his image. We are being conformed to the image of Christ as he releases the sound of his word. The biblical implications of this are immense. In Proverbs, it says, the power of life and death is in our tongue or what we say, what we pray. That's why we can't have anything to do with negativity. We'll get into that a lot. So the implications of this, we must hear the sound of his voice, and then release the sound. So what I'm going to look at now, going quickly, how does God speak to us today? I'm going to give you three characteristics. 
when, you, when they all three come up, take a picture so you can have it, you can remember it. I'm, we're, then we're going to look, how do you know if it's God or if it's your own voice or it's the devil or it's just bad pizza or something you ate, you know? How do you, when, what you, how do you know what you hear? And then the third one, practical ways to hear his voice. So let's go, we'll go quickly through the first category. How does God speak to us today? The number one way that God speaks to us is through his word. We must give ourselves to really study, read, hear the word of God. We'll talk more about that one in the second category as well. This one, how does God speak to us today? We find that the medium that he uses, the instrument that he uses to speak to us is through his Holy Spirit. Incredible amount of scriptures that speak of this. Look at this one, what Jesus said, John 16, 13. But when he, who? The Holy Spirit. The Spirit of truth comes. He's going to guide you into all truth. What is he going to do? He will not speak on his own, but what he, he will speak only what he hears. He will tell you what is yet to come. If you're taking notes, I want to give you just a few scriptures because these are important. In Acts 20, 8, 29, the Spirit told Philip, go over there to that chariot. And uh, Acts 10, 19, while Peter was still speaking, the Spirit told him. And then in Acts 13, 2, they were praying and fasting, and the Spirit told them, set apart Paul and Barnabas. We see this over and over. I didn't give you all the script. I can give you so many about when the Spirit speaks to a believer, and then the believer acts on what he or she hears. That's how the Holy Spirit speaks. Now, here's another way that the Holy Spirit speaks. is through circumstances and people. How does God speak to us? His word. He speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. But he also uses circumstances. You know, he does. And other people. Okay, and we call that the language of the Spirit. And it's much like a foreign language. The more you are intentional to hear it, the better you get at Hearing and resonating it. Our problem is we, we have so many sounds coming at us. I mean, praise God for iPad and iPod and iPhone and I whatever. You know what I mean? But, but boy, our lives are so full of sound all the time. In order to hear and learn the language of the Spirit, you have to be super intentional to be still. We're going to talk about that one as we go. So this was the first category. How does God speak to us? But now the second thing, how do we know it's God? How do we know if it's ourself, our own head? How do we know if it's like the devil or, again, something else going on? Well, let's look at that. God is speaking, and you can get these down. God is speaking when what you hear is consistent with the Scripture. God will not tell you something that's inconsistent with what is in here. He will not do it. Okay, so let me give you an example. Beach trip, praise the Lord, y'all go to the beach trip. Somebody was late to get down to a session, so they got a speeding ticket going like 95 or something crazy. And, and I, I just knew the Lord was telling me to get here, man. I'm like, dude, God would never tell you to go 95 mile. I mean, some of the things I've heard people say that God said is the craziest thing you ever. I mean, I'm like... I ain't going to tell you that. I remember a girl came in one day. She crying her eyeballs out. And I'm like, what's wrong? I just, I heard the Lord. And I'm like, you did. And I'm crying. You know, I'm like, and, and like, I feel like God told me to marry this guy. And I don't like him. You know, I'm like, God ain't going to tell you to marry somebody you don't like. You don't even want to be around. 
I wish I had time. I'd tell y'all some crazy stories. Like, God told me this. Like, what? You know, so anyway, God's not going to tell you to marry somebody you hate, okay? That's not, I just don't think that's, that's God's not going to work. It's not going to work. Okay. Um, all right, so it's got to be consistent with the scripture. And look at this uh, passage right here. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Let's give this one first. We'll manifest the fruit of the Holy Spirit. How do you know it's God? How do you know when God's speaking to you? It's consistent with scripture. It will manifest the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So what are they? We can find them in Galatians 5.22. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And what happens is when we hear something that creates one of those nine fruit of the Holy Spirit and it resonates that it's one of those things, that's God. But if you hear something that doesn't fit in those fruit of the Spirit, it's not God. So if you hear something that just takes away your peace and makes you feel condemned, that's not God. God would never say that. All right, so the key word here is resonate. Resonance. Resonance. What is resonance? It's the frequency at which an object most naturally vibrates. The synchronous vibration of a neighboring or a close object. The Lord is close. Where is he? He's in you. And when he speaks, when it's him, you begin to resonate. I'm going to do an illustration right here for you. This, by the way, is, is what we call a, um, it's a singing bowl. It's a Tibetan singing bowl. It's really a cool thing. And, and we're like the bowl, and God is like this, this uh, instrument that I'm making contact with. When God speaks through the power of his spirit, something beautiful begins to happen. We begin to resonate. Now, how do you know it's God? Because you'll have love. It'll, it'll bring love into your life. It'll bring peace. It'll bring joy. And it resonates. See, as he touches us, we begin to resonate with what he wants in our life. Okay, well, what about something else? If there's something called resonance, then there's something else. It's called dissonance. And what is dissonance? It's a harsh, disagreeable combination of sounds. It's a lack of agreement. And what happens in our lives when we give way to negativity, slander, criticism, when those things are coming in our minds, when, when we give way to things like condemnation and guilt and shame, what happens is it, it creates dissonance. So it creates unforgiveness, bitterness, and fear. When those things get in our life, we have something called Dissonance. And though the Holy Spirit is speaking to us, the sound is not clear.
And so many times when we have busyness in our lives, we're not hearing it as he wants us to hear. I'm telling you the whole, I love that, amen. The Holy Spirit wants us to get all of that stuff out so we can resonate the sound of heaven. This is so essential. I tell you, I'm at the first service about to jump off stage. I'm going to do that again today. I have a feeling. Resonate. Resonate the sound. The sounds of his voice. Okay? So we, we went through these. Let's see what they all. Here comes the third one. You'll know God is speaking to you with what you hear is consistent with the scripture. When what you hear will manifest the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It'll resonate. You hear something and it feels like love. It feels like joy. It feels like peace. But you'll know it's the Lord when it manifests the nature of God. This, again, is so essential. Because what you think about God is the most important thought you'll ever have in your life. What he's like. What is God like? See, who is Jesus for you? Who is God for you? Is he a big, angry, old, condemning individual that's just waiting to slap you? Well, if you have that perception, that perception is going to determine what you hear. Okay, how you perceive God will determine what you hear about him when you encounter him. Okay, so if your perception of a God is based on performance, that's going to affect what you hear. I am telling you with everything in me, God does not relate to you and I out of what we do or don't do performance. He relates to you out of your identity. He's a perfect, loving God. The voice of God, let me tell you what it's like. He is kind. See, that's, that's the resonance. He's kind. He's perfectly kind. And what else is he? He's compassionate. He's generous. He's incredibly funny. I mean, he's constantly making me laugh. I mean, it's so funny. Okay? He sees the good. He's loving. But see, so many times we don't recognize, listen carefully, we don't recognize his voice because we disagree with how he sees us. And it just blocks your ears from hearing what the Spirit of God is saying. All right, I'm going to move um, forward now. Let's go to the practical ways. All right, so that's how we know it's God. Now let's go to the practical ways. Practical ways to hear the voice. Number one, build your faith by reading the Word of God. See, this is, it's like so important when we read the Word. Because again, and read it, say it out loud or get you on a Bible app. And, and play it and listen to the sound. Because those sounds have substance and they have form. And they, they work in your neurological pathways, you know, in your brain. So that when you read the word, what does God sound like? He's, he's like this. When you read it, it's not just words. It's, it's so much more than just that. Okay, it's so much more. Um, this scripture right here is a, um, a really good scripture for you to to have, let's see if we can go. Here we go. So faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ. So if you build your faith, you'll have more. You know, you'll be able to hear. The more you, it's just like a language. You just, you learn how to do that. 
Okay, he says, my sheep, you know, here, it says, listen. And so we're going to talk about that now as we go to the next one. It brings us to number two. Uh, number two, one, you build your faith. Number two, actively. This is so important. Be intentional. Actively listen and watch and wait. I don't know of another culture on the face of the planet more than us that we need to be intentional to listen. Because many times we don't listen. Jesus said, my sheep, listen to my voice. That's the word akuio. It's where we get our word acoustics from. We have to, we have to improve our acoustics. <laughs> I did this first service. So many times, like if this is a telephone, we, we, we talk to God like, Father, thank you so much. I just praise you. You're just awesome. Lord, I ask you to bless my family, bless my business. Lord, I, God, I just give you my life. Lord, I just thank you so much for my kids. Heal these people, Lord, and, and, and just thank you in Jesus' name. And God's going, oh. we have to take intentional time to listen. That's why, man, on Friday and Saturday, I'm not, I'm not answering any call. Put that do not disturb thing on. That's a great little feature, but it gets you in trouble. But um, I have to at least have a day where I'm not being bombarded by the sounds. That I can just listen. It's so, so important. Man, it's so, so important. Put my phone back, y'all. Okay, here we go. Listen to the sound of his voice. Check out the scripture. Blessed is the man or woman who listens to me, watching daily. Look at that, daily. See, there's consistency. Waiting at my doorway for whoever finds me, finds life. Okay. I want to go to the third one here, and this is the one I really want to spend some time, a little bit of time on. Learn to recognize the Spirit's promptings. Trust me, God is constantly speaking. And he does it through the promptings of his Holy Spirit. I'm just going to give you a few examples of some of the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And uh, to do that, I'm going to use an illust another illustration. It's illustration day. I hope y'all are enjoying it. We are instruments of his kingdom. This instrument has strings, and we've placed a speaker here to be able to release sounds to see if these strings will begin to vibrate. Now, this sound is not going to touch this guitar, and neither am I, but God wants to release the sound through us as instruments. He does it through the promptings. The Lord says, Hear, O Israel. The Lord thy God is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. Jesus said that when you pray, pray like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
May your kingdom come on the earth as it is in heaven. We should give our sound guy a hand. Amen. He worked so hard on that. And notice, I did not touch that guitar. No one touched that guitar. But the sound Sound, in this case we're saying from heaven, is released into this guitar. And when it does, it reverberates to the world of what God is like. And I'm telling you, there are sounds coming from heaven, but we got to listen to them. we got to be intentional with them. Let me give you some promptings of the Holy Spirit and share some testimonies. What do I mean, what do I mean by the promptings of the Holy Spirit? God can give you a mental picture. You just see it like in a vision. I'll never forget, a girl came in, and I was preaching one day, kind of like I am now, and teaching, and the Lord said, hey, see her? And this is how God talks to me, okay? It's not like, thou wast see her in the back roweth. No, God doesn't talk to me like that. Okay, so what God says to me is, hey, hey, D, check her out. I, All right, and I'm teaching, and y'all wouldn't know. Like, I, I'd be, be talking, and I see Photo images coming out of her, like pictures flying out of her. And he says, look closer. I'm like, Lord, will you leave me alone? I'm trying to teach, you know. <laughs> I'm serious. This is, how we, this is how it goes. This is how it works. But then I began to see little Chinese children all around her. He goes, let's tell her. I'm like, right now? And he goes, yeah, you'll be fun. <laughs> It's easy for you to say. Like, all right, all right, I'll do it. I mean, really, this is going on in my head. You know, you would never know because I'm just trying to look good, you know? <laughs> Whatever that means. So, so I just said, hey, 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 you in the back row right there. I just see God show me a vision of you. And like, I keep seeing these photo images. And then I saw these Chinese children surrounding you. And then we just took a microphone back there and said, hey, does this make any sense? She goes, I'm a photo major. And I'm just praying on whether or not I should be a missionary in China this week. I, well, I think so. Okay, so, you know, it's just awesome, you know. It's just, it's just awesome, you know. It's so cool. It's called being a prophetic people. We got to hear the sound. What about this? Another, another um, prompting of the Spirit. He can give you a spontaneous thought, idea, or word. This girl, some of y'all heard this girl comes up to me two years ago in the student unit at App State. Says, hey, 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 you, you the minister of the heart? I go, no, man, Harvest House, but it's all right. She goes, oh. She, said, she goes, will you pray for me? I'm a little depressed, and we're in the student union. And I said, sure, I'll pray for you. So I said, you mind if I put my, you know, just put my hand on your shoulder to identify? No, that's cool. So I did that. And that's where you've got to ask. It'll be given to you. Seek and you'll find. The Father, I mean, we sang that song about I'm after your hearts. Are you? So I'm praying for him like, Lord, what are you saying? And the Lord just told me. She's four years of old. Her dad left and she'd been blaming herself. Her dad left her mom, got divorced, and she'd been blaming herself that it was her fault. And she was kind of like smiling. And so I said, you know, the Lord just told me that when you were four years of age, your dad divorced your mom and left you, and you've been blaming yourself. She went from like, you know, Miss ASU, happy, you know, to, oh, my God. She started just crying. 
right there in student union, man, people walking by, just put my hands, hey, may he receive a touch from the Father. God wants to reveal himself. He does it by releasing the sounds. Gosh, I got a billion more stories to tell you. I remember one time, a guy came to me and his sister was gone. It was two in the morning. She'd been at a party and she got slipped this terrible um, drink, you know. And, um, but she had kind of lost. She had gone into a psychotic state and they found her car just somewhere in the middle of town. He goes, we can't find her. I'll never forget, man. He was at my door. I said, we sat on the porch. I said, let's just pray. I just knelt down and said, Lord, where is she? Where is she? Where is she, Lord? Lord said, she's on Howard's Creek Road. I said, let's go to Howard's Creek Road. We're driving down the road. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. We go by, and there she is in a ditch. The father wanted to release a sound so that we would go rescue his daughter. Even last week, man, this is a cool one. This is funny. Uh, last week, one of our intercessors here, God bless her, she heard the sound that in the baptisms we need to kind of just open it up and if there's anybody out there that needs to get baptized after you know the ones that have signed up is there anybody else out there that needs to get water baptized because i heard god say we're supposed to do that this sunday so sure enough we persevere and a, and a brother was god was working on him he went out to his pace in the hall like i know i'm supposed to do this i know i'm supposed to do this i know i'm supposed to do this god had released the sound god had told us that was on his heart and to give an opportunity so here he came clothes and all just jumped in amen he got water baptized i know it's getting a little late but who cares right now amen i want the worship team to come up Church, there are sounds coming from heaven. And we need to eliminate anything in our life that would keep us from hearing and releasing the sound. I'm going to ask you to stand now. Stand. And what we need to do today, we need to activate the sound of his voice. It's like a cell phone. You have this amazing computer in your pocket, but it's no good until it's activated. I wonder if today we could as a church just pray that God would activate our hearing. Father, in Jesus' name, if you want that, just I invite you to just kind of turn your hands or your heart to the Lord, either one. You can raise your hands. Lord Jesus, you said in your scripture, Father, nine times to him who have ears to hear in the gospels, you said nine times to him who have ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. We say, Father, activate our hearing right now in the name of Jesus. That we could be a prophetic people that hear and release. See, God will call you to release the sound of kindness, the sound of goodness, the sound of blessing, the sounds of encouragement, the sounds of the goodness of heaven. 
See, everyone can do that. People say to me all the time, well, Daryl, I don't know that I've ever heard the sound. Let me say that any time you've ever heard any, to, to do anything good or to bless someone or to give to someone or to serve someone, that's the sound. That's the Lord in you. So, Lord, we say activate it in Jesus' name. Now, Father, I want to pray for anyone who doesn't know you. And If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, maybe you've prayed once, but you need to recommit your life to God. You know, today we can release a sound by faith. And as we release a sound, heaven is awakened and Jesus will come and fill your life. And then we can all rejoice with the angels of God. So if you're here today and I want us all to pray this prayer, even if you've prayed it before, pray it out loud for those, with those who have prayed for the first or second time. Let's pray this prayer. Say, dear God, I confess my sin. And I'm sorry. I confess Jesus is Lord. And believe that God raised him from the dead. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. I accept you now as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. I wonder if we could release the sound with all the angels of heaven. Come on, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To find out more about our ministry, visit hhcboone.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Harvest House Church Boone.